Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. It's your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, and I hope that you are doing great today. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to talk about something special. And it's about resetting, rethinking, and repairing our finances. And I think it's very critical now as we look at the current economy that we happen to be in. And a lot of people are struggling at this time because there's no a second stimulus that's taking place, not only for individuals, but for businesses as well. Uh, let me tell you a little bit more about this uh, podcast, a Wealth Academy podcast. Uh, has been in existence for about 90 days now, and things are coming along very, very well. I'm very thankful for being able to host this. You can learn more about uh, the episodes and about Wealth Academy Podcasts at www.wealthacademypodcast.com, www.wealth. A-C-A-D-M-Y-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot C-O-M. And you'll learn and see all of the podcasts that are out there and we're progressing nicely. So let's get into today's topic. We're talking about a reset. We're talking about rethinking where we are today to repair our finances because many, many people are receiving a lot of challenges right now. So uh, one has to adjust their spending, saving and planning in terms of striving as we head into 2021 with new uh, leadership at the helm uh, in the White House, uh, new members of Congress uh, in the U.S. House of Representatives, as well as the Senate, which is yet to have determined exactly who will be leading um, the majority in the Senate. So let's go into this. Um, it looks as though there's been a big hit taken by those people who are 55 or older in terms of their unemployment rate. And because of this, it's really starting to uh, hit a rate that's nearly double of the Great Recession. There are more uh, mortgage delinquencies, and it's been the steepest it has been in a long time since it's actually first was tracked. And then, of course, there's a want to be a drop in consumer spending, and uh, it was the sharpest in modern times as a result of COVID-19. And the reason why is because people just aren't working, businesses are closed, the economy still is relatively shut down, businesses are closing, and of course, it has an even greater impact on small businesses as well. So um, we're working with a pandemic-related, and there are shocks to the system the financial system, and it has been uh, rapid because no one saw it coming and it's been very expanding and immense, if you will. Um, so one has to look at uh, the fact that as Americans and, and people around the world, they pretty much are shutting their wallets up. Um, it could be because of being a precautionary measure or because they had no choice. And um, recently, I saw uh, food lines out in Texas. And these lines were not 100 or 200 cars, but it was five, six miles long because people are just down to their last 
the federal government should be stepping in now, the House and Senate and the White House should be coming together to help provide a uh, second stimulus to boost and make the economy more robust as we end this uh, year, 2020, which is one we'll never forget. And as we position for 2021, uh, something has to get. And um, so one of the things to look at is uh, our personal and household finances. And uh, this uh, pandemic has been around for about nine months. And so people are making adjustments. Uh, that's gonna be a new money normal, if you will. And uh, we need to take positive action uh, to strengthen our financial security. So uh, one of the things to do is look at what has taken place. There's been a big reversal in the economy, of course, where we know that the GDP has um, been on a decline. And our future really depends on the new administration going in and how much uh, the House and Senate and the two-party system, Democrats and Republicans, are able to work together for the good of the citizens, the people that voted them into office. So there's a lot to do. And uh, some of the things to consider when we're looking at a reset, uh, we can look at things such as uh, what is the financial life uh, in the areas of cash flow, housing, retirement, and then looking at other priorities. So we have to ask ourselves questions and uh, in each of these sections. And again, cash flow, housing, retirement, and priorities. And then of course, based on what your answer is, you'll find the help you need to shore up your finances in these unsteady times and unsteady they are indeed. So let's look at, first of all, uh, resetting your cash flow. And so one has to ask themselves the question, how do you know if you're in serious financial trouble? That's a fair enough question. And uh, a lot of times people don't wanna face the music, so to speak, or in this case, face the shaky finances. And there are about five signs that you might be struggling. And uh, if you are, you might wanna seek some help. And first of all, take that first step, take the action step. So first you, you gotta start using, if you've started using one credit card to pay off another card and are making only the minimum monthly payments, that's a sure sign that you're having some financial trouble. The second one is your rainy day fund, if you had one at all, is shrinking and your savings account balance is dropping. The third one is you started getting collection notice and past due bills. That's a sure sign. And you're delaying needed home maintenance, doctor appointments or car repairs. And then lastly, the fifth one is uh, you dread getting the mail and you won't pick up calls you suspect are from creditors. So this sounds familiar to 2008, 2009, when we had the Great Recession, or one could even say it was a depression. So when we look at cash flow, and we want to look at if we're in serious financial trouble, these five things will help point them out. And again, I'll go over them really quick. You started using one credit card to pay off another credit card, or are you only making the minimum monthly payments? Secondly, your rainy day fund is, sh shake, is shrinking and your savings account balance is dropping. 
The third, you've started getting collection notices and past due bills. Fourth, you're delaying needed home maintenance, doctor appointments, and car repairs. And then lastly, you dread getting the mail and you don't want to pick up calls because you suspect they're from creditors. So first of all, we have to assess and identify what problem that we're having in order to take steps to remedy them. And so uh, that's what I wanted to cover in this particular uh, segment of this episode. And then the next thing you want to look at is if you need to cut spending, how do you figure out where to start? Um, one can look at this following approach. Um, and we all can do this because we've all experienced it over the last nine months. But if you pull out your banking and credit card statements from April, uh, because that's the month when the lockdown hit much of the country, even though it started in March, it was a realization for sure in April, a month later. So most people in the country stopped traveling, stopped eating out and socializing. And then you look at later on, different states were hit in the May or June timeframe. So you may want to look at those uh, statements as well, the banking and credit card statements for the month of May and June. And then compare the month spending to August. When, uh, of course, the country started opening back up, businesses start opening again, people were getting out. And you can find out the difference between the time of August and say the June timeframe and May and June timeframe, and even going back as far as the April timeframe. Just look at the banking and credit card statements. And then uh, what you want to do is look at your recurring charges. Uh, you can do things such as shut down memberships, subscriptions, and services you aren't using now, but haven't yet canceled. Uh, perhaps you don't want to uh, renew your gym membership. And uh, you want to look at how bare boned this uh, pandemic is for sports schedule. And perhaps you don't need the premium cable sports channel anymore. And if you aren't going anywhere, maybe you, you can negotiate a discount on your car insurance. That's something I can definitely do because I don't really drive that much anymore. Um, in, in my Only to uh, medical appointment are for groceries, but for the most part, I stay at home. And, and then the thing you wanna look at is to think hard about the pandemic uh, services you started. Uh, perhaps it's order and take out instead of cooking or uh, using grocery delivery and opting for cheaper alternatives. And one of the things to look at is a long run solution. And uh, you can cut back on what you don't know you're spending. So if you, you don't know what you're spending, then you don't cut back. And so you need to find out what that is. So uh, a basic spending log um, would be a great uh, tool to use going forward. So identify the necessities such as housing, utilities, food and transportation, and healthcare. And remember to make adjustments for spending that has changed during the pandemic, such as the cost of commuting to work. Of course, for many, that's changed tremendously because of a lot of remote workers. And then earmark anything left for the things you want but don't necessarily need. Uh, one way to enforce discipline is to set up a separate bank account for recurring and necessary bills such as rent, utilities, car payments, insurance, premiums, et cetera. 
and uh, some of the things that uh, you also want to do on that monthly budget worksheet uh, when you look at housing, whether it's the rent or the mortgage, the utilities, property taxes, home insurance, maintenance, and homeowners association fee. Ooh, <laughs> I have to pay homeowners uh, insurance every month. And it's like, they don't do anything, but that's another story. And then uh, looking at the household items, such as groceries, restaurants, takeout, TV, internet, landline, mobile phone, home improvement, furniture. And then uh, looking at personal things such as health insurance, out-of-pocket health care, personal care, uh, gym, health club, clothing, pet care, if you have them, alimony, if you have that, charitable donations and gifts. Then transportation, uh, vehicle payments, uh, auto insurance, gas repairs, maintenance, parking, public transportation. And a lot of that in the transportation area has been um, slowed down because that many people uh, more people are staying home. Then uh, you look at entertainment, whether it's museums, which a lot of them are closed, live events, a lot of those aren't operating much. In movie theaters, a lot of them aren't opening, but you can always get the movies at home. Uh, and then other debt. And then look at other expenses and goals. But um, so when we look at all of these things, we have to take into consideration uh, if you haven't already done so, pick up the phone and call your internet provider or your gas company, electric company, credit card company, and tell them you need help. And uh, much of, although much of the hardship assistance offered after the onset of pandemic is phasing out, some still might be available. And you can also, which I think is really great, is to uh, get some low cost of free financial counseling the National Foundation for Credit Counseling and the Financial Counseling Association of America can assist with budgeting, debt negotiation, and loan consolidation. Um, financial empowerment centers are located in the growing number of cities. They offer free credit counseling and financial planning and almost 100 members of the financial planning are offering free help. And uh, you can get this help at financialplanningassociation.org and people will provide assistance pro bono. So uh, I think th that's a great way to go. And then you can transfer cards. If your credit card balance is growing, the average interest rate on the card is currently 16%. And you still have a de decent credit rating. So you want to see if you can uh, get a balance transfer offer that will forego interest perhaps for 12 to 18 months. You have to pay up eventually, but the temporary 0% uh, can give you some breathing room and transfer to something personal, depending on your credit rating, you may also be able to pay off your credit card debt by taking a personal loan at a, a much lower rate than your credit cards are charging. So that's, that's another great uh, way to go. And uh, then uh, what are some ways to bring in some extra money, which I've uh, shared on numerous uh, previous episodes. Um, one option is to register on Upwork, Fiverr, or other websites that connect freelancers to gig economy jobs. Teachable also helps people create and sell online courses. It caters to those selling handmade goods, art, and collectibles. You can also offer yourself up for neighborly services like house sitting or dog walking. If you have a car, you might be able to pick up a few extra dollars doing some food delivery uh, service. So uh, there are many, many ways in which you can do this. And you can also try Amazon Marketplace, eBay, or Craigslist to sell unneeded uh, home goods, tools, sports equipment, or kitchen gear. 
and what free resources are there for you? Uh, and this is in the case of things are really uh, in, in dire straits, um, is to apply for Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Uh, and that goes through the US Department of Ag Agriculture. Um, even if you, if you qualify, even a $15 voucher can often be translated into a 50 to or $60 box of groceries at food programs run by community agencies. And I'm, I'm referencing this because it's so familiar and similar to what happened in the recession in 08, 09 timeframe. And Meals on Wheels may be available. Uh, and, but mind you, a lot of them have been impacted because with people not working, contributions and donations have gotten to be a lot lower. And, and then, of course, there are social services in many states. Dialing 211 connect you to a community resource specialist um, one in your area, and of course, uh, they can help you out and put you in touch with local organizations that provide critical services such as housing assistance and more. Or you can uh, call your town or county offices asking for a referral for the services you need, because many uh, local government websites can point you to information to assist you in filing for unemployment and other issues. And mind you, the unemployment uh, goes away at the end of December because uh, the, the second stimulus bill wasn't passed. So it's getting into crunch time, if you ask me. And um, if you haven't been fortunate enough to save some money during the pandemic, here's some of the things that you can do. Uh, uh, start with a big cash flow cushion. Uh, fill your cash bucket first. Recommend that people tuck away, if they can, a full year of living expenses in, in cash and make sure to include any one-time expenses you see on the horizon, such as a new car or bank account that carry you for a year is a bigger emergency fund than you might have had in the past, but appropriate in today's uncertain economy. And don't forget your debt. You have credit card debt, tackle that after you build up a three-month emergency fund. Uh, then go to back to stockpiling cash, a long-term debt such as mortgage, student loans, and car loans typically has a lower interest rate and uh, build those payments into your regular budget. And then of course, you wanna always continue to work on your retirement. And if you're still working and you're over 50, you can contribute up to 7,000 a year to a Roth IRA, IRA. And your contribution can't be larger than your earned income and your ability to contribute phases out if your income is over certain amounts. So in 2020, that amount is 196,000. And if you're married and filing jointly and 124,000 for solo uh, filers. And uh, some people prefer the Roth hour to the retirement plan option because of its flexibility, because you can uh, withdraw contributions tax-free at any time if you need to. And then of course, we always want to be uh, considered um, investing and, and just use a, a low cost target date mutual fund. Uh, and of course these diversified funds automatically shift into more conservative. Uh, one other thing I wanna uh, touch on is uh, your mortgage payments. Um, if you're jobless or your income has dropped, you may have, have gotten by thanks to the mortgage forbearance or housing relief program. Um, so you want to look at the housing council generally wants your monthly payment not to exceed 28% of your gross monthly household income. And that's your income before taxes and other deductions. And then uh, you want to look at all your obligations. Lenders generally look for debt to income ratio. 
your projected mortgage bill plus other monthly payments divided by your monthly gross income of not more than 43% for riskier borrowers. And um, then you wanna look at predictable additional costs. You have enough money to cover utilities and homeowners association fees and property taxes and homeowners insurance. So these are just some of the things that I wanted to share with you. And of course, now might be a great time to downsize uh, from a large house to a smaller one. And um, this is something to give a great consideration to. And perhaps now the timing is right for that. And uh, you can also lower your cost of living by relocating to a lower cost area. So that's, that's a good way to go too. So I wanted to just share these items with you today because I know a lot of people are going through some tough times and, um, but there are ways to be able to make it. And uh, nowadays uh, you also may wanna consider if you want to delay uh, retirement and uh, as things kind of shake through uh, you don't want to uh, find yourself where you're, the company you work for goes out of business. And so it's, it's very important uh, to uh, ensure that you stay up to date um, with uh, what your employer is experiencing. And unfortunately, a lot of businesses are closing. They're going bankrupt. They're being uh, bought by other people. And uh, it's just something that happened. So this is uh, what I want to share with you today, because again, we want to hit the um, ground running come 2021. And the best time to start that process is now. Um, so we're looking maybe 60 days out, give or take. And um, this is the time to make those uh, good decisions and, and just go from there. So have a great day. Again, you'll be able to uh, listen to this particular episode. Uh, I, I really like to point people to, to uh, Apple Podcasts because uh, that gives you the opportunity to not only rate, but also to review uh, the Wealth Academy podcasts. And if you find it in your heart with the information and content rich information you're receiving, uh, please provide us with a five-star rating because that helps us in our category, which is entrepreneurship and business, health and wellness, and more. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van. I thank you for your time. And as usual, my time is up and I thank you for yours. And I'll see you on the next episode of Wealth Academy Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for thank listening. You, so much. you will Goodbye. find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy Podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 